Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Big news out of Walt Disney this weekend. Major shakeup in CEOs. Chapek out. Iger back in. Sounds like they're having a crisis of leadership. That's our focus today on Book of the Day. Welcome back to Book of the Day. I am Jeff Messerman in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, which is our home base. However, we do have a satellite office in Boston, and that is Steve Donahue, our book critic at large. Good morning, sir. Hello, everybody. You're looking at the satellite office. It's full of books. <laughs> How does it stay afloat? How does that satellite continue to orbit? I wonder. Uh, well, you know, so I started the show with, uh, obviously, those at the House of Mouse are wringing their hands. Uh, leadership issues. I think we're kind of dabbling in that today, aren't we? Are we? <laughs> are we? <laughs> Big well, figures. What a perfect springboard. <laughs> <laughs> Towering. This is by military historian Lloyd Clark. This is called The Commanders. This is what the U.S. version looks like. You can see the three commanders involved and all of the anonymous dog-faced soldiers they were perfectly willing to send in the meat grinder. Uh, the, the leadership journeys. You played your hand already, Steve, just so you know. You just played your hand. <laughs> I know. I'm ordinarily such a master of subtlety. Uh, but it's George Patton, Bernard Montgomery, and Erwin Rommel. So we're talking about not only World War II, but mostly the Africa campaign. Right. When these three titans of leadership met. Uh, the bridge? Mahjong? <laughs> Probably not. There is an open question here. I mean, this is very, very well done, popular military history. But there's an open question of whether or not any leadership is being shown at all in here. I mean... Not not to bury the lead here, but if you are the commander of an army and you have a standing order among your, you know, sub commanders that deserters are to be shot, 
Mm. Are you leading them? Mm. <laughs> are you are you leading them? It is oh, inspirational, wow. Steve. Yes. But this this book tells the story of three contemporaries. Uh, George Patton, of course, will be famous in popular memory as a magnificent tank commander. He was born in 1885. Uh, General Montgomery was born in 1887. And Erwin Rommel was born in 1891. So they are, they are rough contemporaries. And this book traces their individual paths to military advancement would be the thing, the word that I would use. Certainly. Leadership. All three of them, at one point or another, in Clark's own account say that they don't know anything about leadership. So I'm not really sure where that subtitle comes from. Uh, I think in Patton's case, when he he wrote to his wife that he really has no idea how to lead men, I think he was counting on her and posterity to contradict him. Sure, sure, absolutely. I think when Rommel said leadership is a myth, I think that he meant it. Yeah. He had no illusions about anything. Arguably, I suppose the best leaders, though, have those questions, don't they? If any, I think if anybody goes into that type of role and says, I am cut out to be the leader, traditionally that is seems like the fast track to failure, whereas these guys who are like, well, I'm wringing my hands, I don't know, and then something else goes on. Well, I'm not, I'm not meaning to impute to any one of the three of them self-doubt. I just I, – they didn't doubt themselves. <laughs> they were all <laughs> egomaniacs. But I, but, uh, I, I am – I'm questioning the the open ended nature of that that motivation speak term leadership. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't trust it. I wish it weren't in the subtitle. It blurs what is otherwise an often thrilling mm-hmm. popular history account of these three men, especially the Africa campaign. Uh, I thought I thought I might uh, read just a bit. I have that's what we're here for. <laughs> One is uh, well, it's to say, oh look at that. That's what you're going to get, and the other is when I blow my gasket. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with the, with the nice one. Buckle uh, in, folks. Let's see here. Uh, despite Patton's protestations, Eisenhower approved the revised plan, thus leaving the commander of the 7th Army with little option but to take advantage of whatever opportunities rose on the island in the weeks to come. Patton's preparation for the invasion placed great emphasis on the importance of leadership excellence. There it is again. Mm. Uh, And he wrote in a letter of instruction to his subordinate commanders on the 5th of June, officers must assert themselves by example and by voice. His example of that during a beach landing rehearsal, however, reminded the observing Marshall and Eisenhower that Patton's behavior was not always as they hoped. For as they observed him berating a struggling infantryman in the most appalling manner. Mm. Uh, Eisenhower's subsequent appraisal of Patton stated, quote, he is a shrewd soldier who believes in showmanship to such an extent that he is almost flamboyant. He talks too much and too quickly and sometimes creates a very bad impression. However, I fear that he is not always a good example to the subordinates who may be guided by only his surface actions without understanding the deep sense of duty, courage and service that make up his real personality. Hmm. And you, you gain a lot from a passage like that. You, you, you listeners yeah. or you viewers, you don't have to know what island or what campaign. Concentrate rather on the stagecraft of the author. He's doing a very good job working in narrative and quotes. I wonder who Eisenhower said that to, Mamie or somebody in his cabinet? <laughs> no, he didn't say it privately because it goes on about the sterling personal qualities of George Patton. He ah. clearly meant it for publication. <laughs> he said very different things when he was sure it would never be published. Uh, and that is true 
all throughout here. The 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 commanders in chief of these these command these military commanders in the field know the value of uh, pumping them up, mm-hmm. of of singing their praises in public. But I had to wonder at the ultimate genesis of this book, and I still do. It's it's very good, gripping. World War II popular history. But where did it come from? You'll notice this. the subtitle says this is a study of leadership. Mm-hmm. The subtitle makes no mention of the North Africa campaign. Mm. So, yeah. it, it's meant to draw on deeper things than that. So why? Why, got, why these three guys? Why this, why now not, is what you're asking. Yeah, Right. If you're not concentrating on a campaign, and this is not. This is not explicitly campaign history. Then why these three guys? And of course, these three guys feature rather prominently in a 1970 movie called Patton. Yes. Uh, was born in 1967 and would have seen it repeated religiously <laughs> on TV, <laughs> then on Betamax, then on VHS, then on DVD. George C. Scott was very convincing. George C. Scott was certainly very convincing. Right. And we, we have all three of these guys they are all they are the stars of that movie yeah we are seeing them pirouette around each other for a good deal especially the beginning in the north africa campaign and i have to i have to wonder maybe it's it's me being cynical if that was maybe an important part of the genesis of this book Mm. because we're talking about the commanders and there's no mention made of the specific campaign and there are other contemporaries in this war one of them was born in 1887 so the exact same year as Montgomery. And that was Eric Manstein, mm-hmm. the most successful German general of the war, not Rommel. Rommel loses in North Africa. Manstein right, right. Was uh, tactically, strategically far more brilliant, as Rommel himself attested. But he's not, I don't think he's even mentioned in this book. I don't call that, he's, that he ever even comes up. <laughs> and then there's General Zukov. <laughs> he was born in 1896. He led a larger army than any of the men here. In fact, at times, the total men under his command exceeded in number all the armies of these other men combined. Granted, they had rakes for weapons. <laughs> they had no shoes on their feet, but nevertheless, he had to feed them. Right. He had to give them a nominal semblance of training. Mm-hmm. They were valiant, far more valiant than any of the other soldiers in this book. I don't think Zukov is, gets more than a mention. Manstein, I don't think, is mentioned at all. So is it possible that this book is in part inspired by a movie? Born out of Hollywood. Okay. Well, uh, do you feel the narrative, if it's, they're using any kind of narrative structure, do you feel like they're the author's trying to set this up that these three men are hurtling towards some sort of, you know, colossal c- collision in history? Is that is it set up that way or is it just? Nope. Okay. No, nope. I okay. kind of wish that it were. Previous studies of this particular trio have done that. This book is mainly about what they were like as leaders, what they were like as exemplars. Mm. And that line, in your mind, you're probably thinking, well, you can only follow that line so far. And that's where my second quote comes in. (laughs) Because uh, the author follows that line so far. And then he follows it all the way to Alpha Centauri. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Read you what I'm talking about here. Please. Even as each man remains a controversial figure to this day, their achievements as leaders were undeniably remarkable. Often at their best when against the odds, under immense pressure, and in the destabilizing presence of chaos and confusion, Patton, Montgomery, and Rommel cut through the complexity 
did not shirk from their responsibilities, applied sound judgment, made a decision, and provided leadership. On balance, therefore, it is hard to disagree with Field Marshal the Lord Bramall's assessment of the three officers. Quote, looking back on their accomplishments across decades of service, it is difficult to come to any other conclusion than that their leadership was a triumph. I have a question for you, my <laughs> producer. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, who were Rommel's bosses? Uh, well, <laughs> it wasn't Bob Chapek. <laughs> no, it wasn't Bob Chapek. No. Have we re- – I know, that's facial. Those of you who are only listening, this a classic uh, Jewish mother facial expression. <laughs> have we reached a point? In the godforsaken days of 2022, <laughs> where we're not even going to mention who Rommel's bosses were, <laughs> is the that Lloyd Clark going to say that Rommel was, through a lack of maybe gasoline or, uh, I don't know, spam, on the losing side? Is Lloyd Clark ever going to talk about the wrong side? <laughs> is he going to do that? <laughs> is that really where we are at the end of this book, that these three were were exemplars of leadership and that, that we should look back on all three of them with absolutely equal misty-eyed devotion. <laughs> so do you feel, okay, then that, you bring up a good point here. Is this one of those history books that may have half of a foot or an entire foot in the same uh, swill that Bill O'Reilly and Phil bring? You know, that kind of history. is that, no. It's not that? Okay, good. No, I don't think so consciously. I just worry that as World War II, World War II has now almost completely slipped into the world of history. Almost mm-hmm. no one actually remembers it anymore. Right. And I worry that when that happens, a kind of equivocation is going to start to creep into works of history. I can't help but view that, what yeah. I just read, as an example of a kind of, well, they were all great leaders. Mm. <laughs> when, mm. when Rommel was an influential, powerful general in the German army. Right. So if he wanted an excess of gasoline, for instance, or equipment, and was and requisitioned from Berlin or went to Berlin to ask for it, I feel fairly certain that either at a formal meeting or I don't know, whispered over the water cooler in the wall in the hallway, he <laughs> would have learned where a lot of that diesel was going. And it was <laughs> right, going to right. the war, and it wasn't right. going to the war effort. It was going exactly. to some other effort. I I just it, it boggles my mind yeah. that if if Lloyd Clark or other people who have also taken that same tack are going to say, well, you know, I'm just talking about his leadership and his generalship. As far as the cause, what's the end of that sentence? Can you read? Yes. He was just following orders. Yeah. Are we really at that point? Are we we really at that point? That is more than a slippery slope, to be sure. That's for sure. I know that defenders of this approach will say that the Nazis killed Raul. But... Before they killed him. But, yeah, (laughs) no. In their service. <laughs> damning with faint, faint execution, faint praise. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Uh, have you I read know, Clark before? You get, you get into all sorts of slippery ground here. Yeah, just following orders. Then you say, "Well, the Nazis killed him," and then the response to that is, "Well, didn't they kill everybody?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's trying to well, take you to the places where you just don't know up from down anymore. It, it yeah, it almost becomes borderline satire at that point because you're just like, "Well, they just killed everybody," so I can't I can't dwell on that. You know, um, are you? how fun the book is how enjoyable it is yeah. to read it's it's re- when he when when lloyd clark gets down to operational stuff yeah you'll just be reading along you'll be flying through it 
which is what I wanted to kind of bottom line. This is that, um, is this a recommendation then? What, what, where, where are we at with this one? In it theory? is a recommendation. Okay. I just, I, it is a recommendation. Yes, it is. It is lively, interestingly done popular history mm-hmm. about this period and these three men and these three men, maybe not so much Rommel, but the, Montgomery and Patton are genuinely interesting. I mean, yeah. When when the movie Patton, which I think haunts this book, <laughs> portrays them as rival prima donnas who are larger than life, both of them. Yeah, that is correct. There's a reason why that movie is about Patton yeah. instead of Manstein. <laughs> would not have an interesting <laughs> movie at all. Right. It, uh, <laughs> there's a reason for that, and yeah. the author wisely concentrates on that. So yeah. I would uh, the only the only thing I would add to a recommendation of this book is that you go up with your moral defenses mm. on the alert it, because the the impression you're going to get not only from that 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 concluding paragraph but also from most of the book is that these were three leaders of rival subdivisions at IBM <laughs> and they weren't <laughs> they weren't Not at all absolutely yeah without a doubt so the commanders is the book Lloyd Clark is the author and uh, Steve Donahue is the is the critic and uh, that's uh, I'll have to add that to some to one of my carts this week uh, I think we uh, we should have that here in the library and I, I'm thinking it's in the system but we don't have one here on site yet I may adjust that as uh, time goes on so We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you, Steve. Always fascinating. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.